The Giant's Gamble, Chapter 21, From Flames to Fire. It took them well over an hour to break through every hut in the village of Yak Folk to check for slaves or hidden enemies. They dragged out a few masters and had them chained, and found dozens of cages of dwarves, elves, humans, and gnomes, all captured and stripped of clothing. The flames from the great hut brought down several more buildings, but they managed to escape the fire and get the freed prisoners onto the deck of the airship. They offered food, water, and clothing to the naked survivors, and found that most had traveled the area when they were brought in by the yak folk, drugged and enslaved. Finally, they instructed Martine that they would sleep that evening on the airship, then search for the iron slag mines. It was then that he could take the freed slaves to the nearest town and leave them with a few days' rations. The entrance to the mines was not difficult to find. They traveled east beyond the village for less than a mile, following the river, and found a water wheel where the water folded into the mountain. There was a large opening next to it with a platform and a large pulley system. As the water wheel moved, so did the platform. It shifted downwards into a dark shaft. That's our route, Killian said, leaning over the edge so the upward draft tousled his hair. Opal swallowed nervously, and Hiccup's eyes went crossed. The squirrel atop the goblin staff remained stiff and unmoving. When the platform reached back to the top, they stepped onto it and waited patiently as it moved deeper into the mountain. It stopped at several levels, but by their guesses, Duke Zolto and the magical conch would be at the deepest one. They reached a landing with a stretching hallway lined by torches. They had a moment's debate before all hopping off and tentatively moving down the path, eyes and ears strained for movement. They continued down the path for a minute before they heard the clatter of metal scraping metal. They had come to a widening in the hallway to a large open cavern. They ducked to the walls and peeked in. Around the outer edge of the chamber was an iron track and small wagons traveling along it. On one side, the wagons were full of molten metal and disappeared into a far wall. On the other side, they returned empty. There was a ledge diving down into further darkness and hanging suspended several floors above this one, hanged a massive metallic suit with a roughly humanoid shape. In the middle of its forehead rested a red ruby, and in its hand was grasped a sword. It was unmoving, lifeless and hanging from chains. It was built to the torso, the legs still missing. Thea, Rune hissed, reaching to open their bag of holding. Use the adamantium staff. Thea looked at him, her eyes alight as she grabbed the staff and held it up. Her eyes glowed softly. It's made of adamantium, she whispered. The Vonendod, Killian said in awe. The weapon they've been building. Can we destroy it? Rune whispered. Can we steal it? Evelyn asked. Killian looked away from the massive hanging structure. First, Duke Zolto and the conch. Then we can worry about this. There's another room up ahead. Thea pointed out, returning the staff to their bag. I'll duck in and see if there's anyone in it. The elf crept away, and they all waited with bated breath. She returned from the other chamber a minute later. Orcs and a fire giant working on the metal in there. Any other exits? Opal asked. 
She shook her head. Let's keep looking. They continued back down the hallway and took another, and then another, all the while keeping track of the turns they took. Several times Thea sent her fey owl ahead to scout the halls. Some were lit with torches, and others were dark. They finally hit a stone room with a giant-sized curling staircase leading up and down. Thea's owl told them that there were two fire giants in the floor above, neither of which looked like a duke. They decided to travel down. The smell grew fouler as they descended, as was to be expected with so many creatures living underground with very few ways for the air to escape. They continued down without torches, as quietly as they could, and only stopped in their tracks when Flint stepped on a rat. The horrible screeching from the diseased little creature echoed up and down the stone stairs, and it only took a moment for them to hear the resounding booms of footsteps coming in their direction. Hide, Rune said. They scrambled up the stairs, but it was too late. Two large hands slammed into the doorway, and an ugly ogre face appeared and roared. Its breath was horrid, but more horrid were the two preceding ogres and the fire giant that followed. Finally, Flint declared happily, one for the songs. The bard began casting his spells, a song growing out of the magic he weaved. They all flew into their fighting stances, surprised at how familiar they were with fighting alongside one another after so many months together. Evelyn's arms bled and her swords glowed with black and green energy. Rune's spiritual weapon flew and he sent bolstering blessings to his fighting friends. Killian flew up like a storm and hit the creatures with lightning and thunder. Opal transformed into a rhinoceros and charged into the fray. Flint sent spells into the minds of the beasts and sent them fighting against each other, and while they were distracted, he shot them in the eyes with crossbow bolts. Thea shot acid and missiles and cut with her glowing sword. Hiccup, as usual, made incredible explosions of fire with his staff as a squirrel ran off into the darkness to hide. When the giants and ogres were obliterated within minutes by the small band of adventurers, Rune and Flint went through their group and cast healing spells. They were just cleaning up blood left on their hands and faces when a booming voice came from below. What's going on up there? They all breathed sharply and got to their feet. Giants Gamble, written by Alexis Fienendahl and based on the Storm King's Thunder D&D campaign. If you'd like to read more of my stuff, you can check out my website at www.alexisfienendahl.com or click the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening.